things in jiu-jitsu and I, I i i know that i eventually said ah this is gonna be news but this is old news what i'm about to bring is old news and um i am about to tell you something that i found amazing and uh, a lot of people ask me about and that is the concept of crayonchi here in the netherlands um people heard these words and they, they asked me like all kinds of questions like, what is us and what is one of the things that sticks to me is like, what is crayonche? And that was a good one to explain. That was a good one to get into. What is a crayonche? Now, crayonche, like from from in, what the meaning of it is, or the immediate meaning of it is, is a trader. That's it. Somebody that that somebody that leaves their gym that had a, a, a connection with their gym, especially somebody that's been with the gym for a long time and changes and goes and trains with another gym. That's it. Now, where does it come from? Uh, in the fabulously convoluted mind of Carlson Gracie, one of the guys that started this whole up, that, that, that gave uh, most of the trainings back in, uh, back in the day, back in the beginning, Carlson Gracie, not Carlson Gracie, Carlson Gracie, he he coined the term so if people would like leave the the gym or something like that they they call him uh, so all the students that would leave his gym for one reason or the other trader now where does the word and this is a thing that i like to go into where does the word crayonchi come from and it, it's amazing it's uh i'm, I'm not and i'm i shit you not there used to be a telenovela in Brazil in 1988, 87, something like that, that came out in one of the biggest channels in Brazil. Now, I want you to remember one thing that this, uh, it was at uh, the eight o'clock telenovela. Are there more o'clock telenovela? Yes, there are a couple of them. And they're all fantastic to go to and all fantastic to listen to because it's, 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 it's basically the bold and the beautiful. And for the Dutch people, something like that, but better, like better, raw, more, more, more passion, more nudity, more, more, more death, more killings and more intrigue drama. And it was amazing. Um, and at that time, one came out and it was called Mandala. And funny enough, uh, Mandala was based on, I shouldn't go too deep into this, Mandala was based on uh, Oedipus Rex, uh, the, the, the playwright written by Sophocles. And one of the characters from the book, Creon, which is the brother, uh, the brother, brother, he was the batter of that, no, he was the brother of Oedipus, and in translated to Portuguese or it for adap adapted, let's say adapted for television, he was called Creonte and he was a villain. He was the killer at the end of the, if I'm spoiling anything, <laughs> if you ever consider watching any telenovela, I will link it. You know what? Screw it. I will link it. I will link the best moment there's on YouTube. I found it. It's uh, the best moments in the, in the novella. If you watch it, it's an hour long and you will waste your day. And it will not help you in any way, and you will waste an hour of your life, but still kind of worth it. 
it's worth to know but okay Kerenguchi gets uh, killed at the end of the novella he was the greatest trader super villain also in Brazil known as the super villain and Carlson Gracie loved his telenovela and it was very popular because it was it was uh, it starts at eight o'clock in Brazil eight o'clock at night it's right before the news which is at nine o'clock at night in the most popular and, and also channels and remember at that time we had 10 channels and that's it we only had 10 channels we to this day only have 10 channels um in everybody watched it so you know that the names that come from there and the if you call somebody something from a telenovela it has a meaning that goes throughout all of brazil and this big villain big trader big liar is named crunch and of course, Carlson Gracie loved and watched his telenovela, and there was where the name comes from. Stepping away from all of that and how it was made and everything like that, Kurenochi um, in itself. How can I say this? If you are one, then I hate you. No. If you are a, if if in any position, like let's go back and let's uh, let me stop and rearrange my thinking at first place because i'm all over the place because this is a topic that is also very near and dear to me and affects me personally um is it good or bad to be a creonche should you or should you not and as um as a teacher myself i have an opinion and as a student i have an opinion and the thing is, is if you look at this whole situation of like somebody leaving your gym to go to another one at that time when this all started and it's still there in Brazil, it's still around there. It's, it's, it's heard of even nowadays. You can like, like, like there's some comments that came out in uh, nowadays and new that, that, that would, you know, that would say like, it's bad to be a crayonch. Now. At that time, if you left, and if you even if you moved addresses, like if you had to move from one place to another, and going to your gym would be completely out of your way and impossible, people at that time thought that it would be better if you wouldn't even if, train anymore, that you stopped training. that's how deeply this went i mean people would be like if you leave the gym then stop training don't don't this is your home this is your house this is your family this is like it, it was some people say like it was a trick from carlson to to keep people how do i say this to trick people into staying with him to staying in the gym and 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 not leaving at all you know just just another guarantee uh, except for a contract to keep you connected to the gym. I don't believe that. I don't believe that he was. I believe that there's an emotional aspect to it too. I mean, if it's your student and you're teaching him and going to competitions and, and stuff like that. And he leaves. And especially if he's been with you for such a long time. We all know that the longer we do jujitsu, there's, there's kind of a... There's kind of a connection you make with your with your students, and there's kind of a connection that the people in between them, the team makes with itself. I mean, you go together to a competition and you cheer for each other, and afterwards you go out and eat and, and, and things like that. The healthy environment that the gym should have. 
there is a it, it, it's not like normal gyms where you just go to lift weights or, or or something like that and i don't believe that you can see this back in like a boxing culture or kickboxing culture it's usually the 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 the, the, the partners aren't aren't that invested into each other, but this cult-like behavior, and I say cult in the best way possible, of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, people tend to stick a lot more together to, to do things together, to grow in teams, to be friends outside of the gym, to, to involve this more in their everyday lives. So if you leave that behind, the shock of going to somewhere else is bigger, I would say. And that does explain, in my sense, a little bit of the of the of the leaving. Now people say like, "Yeah, but you're you're showing one technique to the other." That's an excuse. It's not about that. It's purely emotional. It's 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 more of like, especially nowadays, it's it's purely emotional for you to leave because techniques you can find any technique you want online. It's more of a sense like, if that person left, he left me. He left us. Why? Why weren't we good enough? And, and stuff like that. It's just breaking up. It's literally just like breaking up. Now, from the point of view, what you should actually do. So, if you take these thoughts and everything like that, so that now that we understand why that came about, so there's possibly was a trick just to keep people in and uh, make them look bad and stuff like that, and. Uh, don't, don't put like a weight on top of their students for like, I can't ever leave this place and stuff. Uh, if I leave, then I'll be a crunch and crunches deserve deaths. If you, that's one possibility, definitely. The other one is that there is an emotional depth to, to staying in the team and being part of the team. I mean, uh, especially in a competition team, you know, competitions like where you like, you, you diet together, probably you, you eat together, you live together. Most of the time you're in the gym together and you're trying to and you hurt each other and you don't hurt each other. So there's this whole complex like 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 emotional sphere and and, 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 and working with together that, that has built up this friendship, of course, and then you suddenly leave for another gym. Me as a student, and now I'm going to speak as a as a student, it happened to me where I had to leave one gym for the other. And it was purely based by address, not by address only in the sense of uh, just another street or another city. No, I changed countries and it was accepted in a way. Like I wasn't seen as a purely a crayonche because they're like, yeah, you're in another country. But on the other hand, it did feel a little bit like it. You know, there was a little bit like, yeah, he left. Let's, let's, let's leave him because he left and I didn't and I get it. I get it. As a teacher myself, I had it happen to me where a couple of students left in the process. And in the beginning I was, I took it personally and I took it emotionally because I was like, what, why, what is it that I can't offer that this other people can offer? And it took me a while. And because I was in that position of the student, I was like, I have to accept this. I have to see them. The connection that I have with the person as a student as is, is, is very nice and it's very important. But there's also, and I must advise everybody that teaches jiu-jitsu and visit, like there's there's two kinds of relationships here. There's the relationship of master and student, and there's the other relationship is where you get paid 
You're providing a service. You're nothing more, nothing less than the service provider. The person paid diligently, nicely, and on time every single month, and you provide a service to them. And at a certain point, if that service is no longer met, or the requirements of that service is no longer met, or you don't, the, the, the person doesn't see it anymore in a way that... Um, it's not enough what you're teaching or in, in or the environment there doesn't provide him with what he needs then he's welcome to leave if there's other people providing a service that you do not provide then that person is going to leave you're going to see you're going to have to look at your 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 student and this makes this is like an advice to teachers if you look at your student as a client and although it, it makes it hurt less for you. And I know this seems very emotional to people watching like that, but it is, it is. There is a certain, certain amount of connection. And if the student after a certain time leaves and you change your mindset to, but he's also a client and he has every right to go everywhere he wants to, you basically turn out wishing that person the best. You don't want him to, 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 you don't want him to stop jujitsu. That's not what we want as a community. We don't want the people to stop or end it or create divides or anything like that. We want it to grow. We want the, the, the community to grow even more and more and more as much as it can. So it does help to see people. The students that come in as clients. Okay, well, there's a difference. There's also a, a, a difference in like what kind of student and fighter are you? You cannot consider a hobby jujitsu fighter, a hobby trainer, somebody that does it as, as a hobby to somebody that is an active competitor. Somebody that has a job, has kids and everything like that and comes at the end of the day to train for other reasons than competition, that's a perfectly valid thing. You should consider the necessities that these people have, and you should consider the necessities that competitors have at a life have at a level. Now, can you do both? Yes, you can, but it requires a lot of administration from you as a teacher and you as a as a representative of your gym. Think about it in the following way: if you yourself go home tonight or you are already home tonight and you turn on your video game and you just want to relax and play just a tiny bit of call of duty but the server you enter is russian or korean and you just get destroyed the moment you spawn where's the fun oh toughen up get better and everything like that no you bought the game you're there to relax. You've had enough. You just want to shoot some random strangers that are approximately at your level that you have a chance to shoot them. And you get this hard. On the other hand, if you are in a Korean server and it suddenly puts you all the way in a very bad American server, Finnish server, are you saying that Finnish people are bad at Call of Duty? Yeah, they're horrible. I don't know. I really don't care. And you're just there shooting people and there's no... How do I say this? There's no challenge to you in winning the game? Do you understand why people would leave the server? 
do you understand why people choose another place to go? It's not all about the necessity to... Like, I want all my students to be at a level where they're comfortable in competition. I advise everybody for spiritual reasons to compete. If your idea of life is to be a high-level, strong competitor, I want to be able to provide that to you. I want to be able to get you to that level and then work so that we can both ourselves reach higher levels. Me as a teacher or me as a competitor and you as a competitor and you as a teacher. But I want people that are just randomly there and just want to have fun and just want to train. If they say, like, I don't want to compete, that's okay. But I'll advise everybody to try it at least, to get over it, to have that feeling to themselves, to taste it in a way. They've competed before, that's fine, that's perfect. But I, I do push people a little bit. I, I gently nudge them towards it. And if they say no, I can respect it completely. It's part of the game. It's hard enough doing sparring every single time you get there. It's hard enough fighting with people. It's hard enough getting into the situation where you where you have to fight and 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 and, and control and and uh, and spar every day and doing the positions and learning and you want to relax you want to get rid of frustration and and, and 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 things and if you as a teacher cannot provide that kind of environment then you shouldn't be angry if they if your client and your student decide to go somewhere else where their needs are met. You have to provide a certain level and a certain quality of service. And you have to provide an environment which is healthy and good and nice. I'm taking the focus away from the person that changes the gym, the Canegante, and I'm pushing the focus back to the people that have gyms and the people that uh, uh, have teams and own teams and direct teams and teach people. Teach them to the best of your capabilities and if somebody at that point wants to leave consider not what the person uh, that the person has left and that it hurts you no consider why they left and if there is something you can do to better your classes and better your uh, your work ethic and better the the, the 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 things you do in any kind of way if it's an ideology problem if it's something like, oh, I wish you taught more of, if you are strictly a gi class, but if somebody is, is, is specifically working for, looking for no gi and is leaving like that and you don't attend that, I can say like, gi, no gi, well, yeah, you can go one way or another, or you can think by yourself. The future is here. I might as well teach both and I might as well learn both. And it's no problem at all. If you're bad at one thing and bad and, and good at the other, I mean, work together, bring these things together and try to get the best out of it in any way. Um, so that is my take on Kareemach. It's, um, I understand where it comes from. I understand the feelings that are involved. But don't let the feelings get away in, get in the way of you being a good human and bettering yourself and don't take somebody leaving your gym as an, an, an abuse and, and uh, a, a considering uh, uh, th there's no reason why you should hate on somebody especially for something that somebody that trained for you with so long if they have to go 
it's time for them to go and you should wish them the best and you should advise them to your best capabilities in, in what they should do and where should they go and you should wish them this this this, this of luck in every single way and um yeah this is it for me i hope you guys got something out of this i hope it explains a little bit what a crayon she is um Having said all of that, too, there is something else that I have to say. Try. To you that is thinking about leaving the gym. Don't leave because uh, of a reason that is like, a, that's a day problem. Especially you that are a competitor. Don't leave because you had a bad day in your gym leave because of a bad environment leave because of an insufficient environment and choose the reasons well and carefully and deeply because these are the people the longer you stay in your gym and the longer you stay with the people you are not only is it a thing about you growing but you growing your gym and you growing your team it is, if you want to or not, your responsibility to make sure that your partner has the best level and the best possible training ever. You, as a human being, as a person, as a jujitsu, should 100% take care that your partner is safe and that he's having the best and hardest role he can have without pain or hurt or, or feeling... Or, or, or feeling uncomfortable with you. You should be the best training and sparring partner ever. You should give yourself, if you go for this kind of sport and if you go for training jujitsu, and also if you do it as a hobby, be there a hundred percent. Be there a hundred percent for your team. It's, it's, if even if you're not a competitor, you're just as a hobby, and it, it your knowledge and what you bring to the table and what you bring to the team is of immeasurable worth your the community itself is of immeasurable worth getting immeasurable if i use too many big words i slow down but it comes out eventually you being part of a team is like it is so such a big importance because there's only a team because you are there so i beseech you to before you leave Consider the impact you have within the team. Talk things through. Bring notice and attention to certain things because I truly believe that being a strong community in whatever it is, and especially Jiu-Jitsu, being a strong community, you can be a strong representation in your neighborhood, in your team, in your group. And from that, a lot of beautiful things can grow out. I fondly, fondly remember all the barbecues, all the weekends to spend together, all the, all the, all the, all the, and outside of the gym, all the moments outside of the gym, making food for each other, having lunch together. The community aspect of it and the togetherness of it, to me, was worth more than any competition made. So my values that I take out of it is, is a gold medal, good and fun and nice absolutely it is it is satisfying as ugh, i can't even explain it 
deeper joy in in all of this we do is the group of people you hang out with and the group of t uh, 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 of people you train with and if anything teachers nowadays should work on creating the bond that that makes this the, the team stronger healthier and better with a strong team you'll get very very far like with a strong group of people that really like training with you that really love being there for each other and and i think it's just good good morals and ethics and good human beingship with each other and just being good to each other it's uh it's the same so that is um what i have to say about this if you like the 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 stupid stuff i talk about then uh hit the like share it with people mm. i hope to train with all of you at least once at least once i want to Get my ass kicked by all you guys that are out there watching this and are interested. Having said that, peace out. Actually, proud of this episode. This was a good informative episode. Most of mine are not. This is a good one. There, there we go. Grapplers unite. Gotham needs you. Goodbye.